Neil 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 Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And this is Who's There? I forget what episode number it is. 28, maybe? 29? I think it's 29. Wow. Either way, it doesn't match up because you realize because we do it twice a week, it's like episode numbers are just irrelevant. You did a very pronounced everything today. Where you'll learn everything you need to know about Thank this little Thank you. Incident. I work on it. I try not to end in like a question mark. Oh, that's good. Also, we have to work on our likes still, Lindsay. Me too. Why did you? Were you listening and you noticed, I noticed heard it? It was more last week than this week, but we need to work on our likes. Fine. I don't know. I mean, it's really difficult. It's getting really difficult because I'm getting more comfortable. I'm getting comfortable. I'm getting chill. And then as soon as I fall into chill mode, there they come. I'll just start doing eh, more eh. Should I do eh, eh or eh, uh, or eh, m m m m? These are worse. Yeah, they're worse. Like is the best. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, like is good. Let's start with a few comments that we got. Um, there are three. <laughs> you can't. You can't do that. You can't. This is not. You can't. Hey, this is Josh. I just wanted to set you all straight about Pokemon. First of all, Mewtwo and Mew are certainly them. The first movie was literally all about them. And Pikachu is also obviously a them. But I put Jigglypuff, Meowth, and the original three starters in there as well. Like, who the hell doesn't know what a Charmander, Squirtle, or Bulbasaur is? Though Bulbasaur is definitely the who of that group. I think the who's are the like, literally, what are these Pokemon? Tangela, Lickitung, Porygon, basically all the shit in the Safari Zone. Doduo, Zubat, Pidgey, Rattata are not really who's because everyone knows what they are, but they don't like it. So they're like the Kardashians. They're thems, but act like who's. Anyway, hope that helps. See ya. Full disclosure on that call, that voice, that Josh, that nerd is Bobby's boyfriend. (laughs) Nerd. He's a nerd. So not only uh, is that a little bit of a biased call right there, but um, Bobby has to live with that person. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, that 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 was recorded on the street in Provincetown, I think. It's like, um, <laughs> excuse me. Listen, <laughs> um, I no- knew when we were talking about Pokemon that he was going to have to, you know, have his say. Hey guys, I have two thoughts about internet boyfriends. One, I think Chris Evans is an internet boyfriend, and two, I think the one internet boyfriend you forgot is John Cho, uh, whose stock has been rising lately. I think uh, related is John Cho a who or a them? Thanks, guys, and good form, Bella Thorne. She is so right. She's very right. I'll answer John her Cho. last question first. I think John Cho is a who. I agree. John Cho is a who, but she's definitely right about his stock rising, particularly because he got all the very like good-natured coverage pre-Beyond coming out with his uh, conversation with... Uh, what's his name? Original Sulu. God. Uh, yeah. How do I always forget his name? Oh, my God. You're right. Yeah. I forget. Um... Uh, no, his name is um his name is um George Takai. 
George Takai. Oh, God, this is embarrassing. So embarrassing. I'm not a nerd. I'm not a nerd. I don't know. George Takai, who is gay in real life. And then uh, jo- I guess whoever wrote the new Star Trek is has John Cho's Sulu coming out. Like, uh, be- it's like, oh, he's gay or something. Yeah, there's, you realize that he has a husband. And but then so it was John so Cho, weird. The response was so weird, though. Well, we it, it that, was right? it was particularly funny how it came in waves. So John Cho, the first story is John Cho was interviewed and by pe- someone who's seen the movie or read the script or knows about this, and they're like, "Oh, well, we heard that uh, Sulu is revealed as being gay and has a husband in the new movie." And he says, "Oh, yes, actually, when that happened, uh, I called George Takai." Well, that's the first part. First part right. is that he's gay. Then the second story comes out, and it's jo- and it's John Cho saying, "Oh, yeah, well, I called George Takai because I was very happy with this, and I wanted to be the one who told him because you know, carrying on his legacy and." You know, Sulu wasn't allowed to be gay when uh, this the series first came out, even though he was gay in real life, blah, blah, blah. It was very, like, woke bay moment. Woke bay moment. And then George Takai is annoyed that he's gay <laughs> because he feels like, well, that's not canon. It's from a very fanboy perspective. Really, he's it's like, so well, funny. it's not canon because um, the be creator like... <laughs> of Star Trek didn't have that in mind. And, you know, we're being rude to his memory by making all these changes to these Actually. characters. Actually. <laughs> and then every, and then all these other Star Trek characters um, or actors were coming out in support of John Cho and having to delicately sort of show respect for uh, George Takai at the same time as they are showing respect for the current writers of Star Trek yeah. for doing this. So anyway, it was a funny so situation. So wild. Also, George Takai was kind of internet boyfriendy for a while. He was like in the news a lot because doesn't he have like a super active Facebook page and he's super into like internet doing doing commentary and talking about stuff and Yeah, he was right? a really he was a really big personality for a while where he was in a lot of ads um right, and he was a big right. talking head because he has that really unique voice and his delivery is yeah. like it's so special and people love it. Uh, yeah, I mean, can, he's great. We can move so on. So is John Cho. John Cho is great. Like, John Cho is straight up good. John Cho's even good in that show, Selfie, that was such a bomb about selfies. Remember that? Oh, that, yeah, I remember that. that. I only very short lived comedy. It was like, sh- sh- uh, like shadily kind of good. There were about four or five episodes or something. I was and about to say, you tried to tell me it was good. He's wonderful in it. He is. He's such a good, like, romantic lead. They should mm-hmm. give him these roles. Anyways. Yes. Um, I'm. So, uh, number three, our next comment is coming up next. I'm so excited about this. Hi, Who Weekly. It's Rick again, calling in from the Netherlands. Uh, I just realized this call is going to cost me like $4, but it's a quote, Bella Thorne's hit single, whatever, 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 whatever. I'm embarrassing myself. I promise on Twitter that I'd call in with how to pronounce some of your favorite Dutch Who's. So I got a list open, and let's see. Um, we have directors like Jan de Bond and Paul Verhoeven. Of course, the Game of Thrones who's uh, Michiel Huisman and Caris van Houten. Uh, Famke Janssen, is she a them? Is she a who? Uh, and of course, most importantly, Doutzen Kroos, not Doutzen Kroos. And scrolling down this list, I realize we don't really have any more famous people, so that's it then. Bye. Good form, Bella Thorne. 
Oh, I love this. Doubts and Cruz? Doubts and Cruz? Because we said Dutes and Crows. And he was like, Oh, God, uh, we are so, we yeah, butchered we, that so badly. We, we butchered, we really hacked the fuck out of that's it. That's like calling you like booby fanger. <laughs> like, that's like so <laughs> booby bad. Booby fanger? Lindsay Weber? <laughs> Doubts and Cruz? Doubts and Cruz? I think it had a, Cruz? Like it had a sort of a TS. Doubts and Cruz? Doubts and Cruz? I still like don't know Cruz? who she is, but I'm so glad that we can pronounce her name. I love it. I, I also it. forgot who she was. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you know, it's been a week. Couldn't tell you who and Kruitz is, but I know how to say her name. Oh, that's awesome. So um, many good um, uh, Dutch who's also. I didn't understand half that stuff, but I Famke re- Johnson. I, Famke Johnson. All oh, right. Forgot she was Dutch. Uh, <laughs> forgot she existed. Let's oh, move on no. to the first real call, which is semi-topical. Oh. Mm-hmm. Bring it on. Hi, guys. I have a question for you. I just saw Suicide Squad, and my question is, who the fuck is Jai Courtney? Jai? Jay? Hi? This guy is in every fucking movie. Uh, Nobody knows who he is. Nobody wants to see him in a movie, and yet here he is on this billboard right in front of me. So who the fuck is Jai Courtney, Jay Courtney? How do you pronounce his name? Why is he in every movie? And... Also, why wasn't Rita Ora in Suicide Squad? I feel like that's something her management team should have jumped on, like, real quick. Um, I love this guy. This is a returning caller. I recognize your voice. I just want to... My first comment is that... I'm sorry. Every movie, every movie... I'm looking at this guy's IMDb. Let's, let's, start, let's start from the very beginning. A very good He's, place to start. He plays hunks. Jack Reacher, A Good Day to Die Hard, Felony, I, Frankenstein, Divergent, <laughs> Unbroken, The Water Diviner, Divergent Series, Insurgent, Terminator Genesis, Man Down, and Suicide Squad. If those are the only movies you're seeing, how the hell are you listening to this podcast? The person who watches all those movies is the anti-Who Weekly listener. To be fair, I am familiar with um, Jai Courtney, or Hi Courtney, as you pronounce it. I will always pronounce it as Hi Courtney. Um, also, f- uh, last name, first name mix up. He should be Courtney Jai if it's like, re- like he really, like. Oh, really? No, no, no. I mean, it, like, he has a first name as a last name, so he should be Courtney Jai. Anyways, Jai Courtney um, is kind of a big role in the Divergent series. So if you've seen more than one of the Divergent series, which if you have, I'm sorry for you, I have as well. Those are some of the worst movies of the of the of our current age. Um he is in them. He has like a big role. He plays like one of the like bad guy bully types or whatever. He's kind of like generic hunk. He looks like if Matt McGorry were like actually hot. Really? To me. Because I think Matt, like Matt McGorry, like wishes he looked like this, but this, like I mean, in, he, when Matt McGorry looks in a mirror, he sees I, this. His body dysmorphia is Jay Courtney. I kind of disagree with that, but I think he he's Australian, so that's one. He's got like that Australian so glow. One. No, I mean he kind of has that Australian like Hemsworth body type. That that surfer's bod, the like surfer very body. very big upper body, big strength. upper body, very thin waist, skinny skinny <laughs> waist. Yeah, like a little a big guy, and and he's. You know, he's, I really do. He's generic action hunk. I mean, in Suicide Squad, I think I was looking at, um, cause the ads for Suicide Squad have been so character based. So they have all the different characters have different like posters. Mm-hmm. And so you, you know, you see Will Smith and Margot Robbie and Cara Delevingne and they're all dressed as, they're all like very disguised. He's not uh-huh. as disguised, but he's completely 
unrecognizable as yeah. anyone. He he looks like no, when you first see him in the posters and the, in the or in the trailers. I I thought it was Tom Hardy. I was like, is that Tom Hardy? Oh, I thought it was. Yes, it, I thought it was Tom Hardy too. Yeah. And it's weird because I think um, Tom Hardy was supposed to be in Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. or he was one of the. Uh, he was the dream. Yeah, I mean, I think it's funny because every every movie he's ever been in, except for Divergent, I have not seen. I don't think I've seen any movie he's been in. I have not yeah. seen Jack Reacher. I didn't see I Frankenstein or Spartacus Blood and Sand. Term <laughs> I didn't see. You know, these are all these yeah. movies are like last on my list. The Water Diviner forgot what it was. Unbroken. Poor Angelina what is Jolie. That? Unbroken was the Angelina Jolie one that that like didn't work out the way Angelina Jolie planned. I didn't see that. Yeah, no one saw Unbroken. I it mean, was, I don't... He used to date this other um, Australian actress. And do you know what's really interesting about this Australian actress? You mean Gemma Pranita? Gemma Pranita. So Gemma Pranita is another Australian actress. And when I was looking her up, she was in the show, the Australian soap opera Neighbors. And the yeah. reason you should know what the Australian soap opera Neighbors is... I know what you're it, gonna say. Do you know? Do you know why? Do you know why? Is it because of Natalie and Bruglia? It's because oh. Margot Robbie was in it. Oh fuck! They're all in the same shit. Um, uh, they're all in the same stuff. Yeah. So, well, I mean, what? I mean, does how many shows does Australia even have? Like six. I do like that. Um, um, you know how most of Suicide Squad press has been Jared Leto doing things. Mm-hmm. I'm so ready for Jared Leto to stop doing things. I could not be more excited, <laughs> including act. It, act exist. I mean, I don't want him to actually die, but I don't want to hear about him ever again after this news cycle. I don't. His. They keep calling it the Jared Leto era of Joker, which is when will this era be over? I really can't. I want it to be over soon, but you know what I'm still pissed off about? I'm speaking of Jared Leto. He took his one, he took his one shot. When is the last time Jared Leto has had the opportunity to have a charming news story? I can't remember it, but last week there was that whole, there was the whole thing where, um, uh, someone, was it Jason Momoa? Jason Momoa tweeted these three photos. One of them was Jared Leto at the front seat of like a Gucci fashion show where he saw this beautiful neon green cape-ish type thing. It's like a dress, like a it. neon green dress thing. And then it's, you know, very fashion. Jared Leto his, is in the front seat. His mouth seat. is agape. His mouth is agape. His eyes are bulging out of his head. And then the next photo is Jared Leto wearing that to the Suicide Squad premiere. And, it, you know, the caption was something like, oh, he he saw it and he had to have it or something, you know? Or, it's actually or just really like charming. live your best life. It was the most charming thing that's ever happened It was the most him. charming thing that he's ever done because it made him seem... Like a, it was the first thing that made him seem genuine, where mm-hmm. you have the origin of him being delighted at a thing, and then months later deciding to wear it. So you can see that that's actually his style. He is getting all this A plus coverage, like grade A. We love this guy. Look how cute this is. Right. And he turned into a meme. It was fun. He People turned into retweeting. a he turned into a meme, yeah. and then he's interviewed by I think Vanity Fair about it because everyone wants to talk to him, and he says. Oh, you miss, I'm not a meme. I'm sorry to disappoint all of you. That's not what was happening there. I was making faces at my friend and I didn't really, I wasn't paying attention. Which is like, Jared, now you're making yourself seem like 
a little juvenile asshole Actually, who's making faces uh, at your friend the during... media is corrupt and the media <laughs> spins it and the media it's like the first fucking time the media actually did something in your dumb favor you negate it by giving the least i mean look at look at the um whole thing with ryan gosling right so ryan gosling had a meme surrounding him he played it so well it was so charming mm-hmm. he was the internet's boyfriend he was you know they had him as feminist like it, it was like the ultimate I mean, ideal and then urban outfitter asked, books about him yes and someone asked him what how do you feel about it and every time he was asked and he was asked a lot. He had a good-natured response. That's so great. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. I love this. I love what people are doing. That's how mm-hmm. you play this. You play yeah. this like a real human. Jared oh, squandered it. Let's move oh, on because wait, Jared the re- wait, 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 wait. You wait. The reason I brought up Jared Leto was there is a Vanity Fair article where the headline is Jai Courtney ate shrooms and burned himself for Suicide Squad. <laughs> Jeez, so, so Jared Leto um, did some stuff, but Jai Courtney had to also do some stuff. <laughs> do some stuff. Let's do some other stuff and play this call. Please. Hey, Bobby and Lindsay. This is Kate from D.C. I was just at a work event um, at the White House, and I saw out of the corner of my eye across the room Josh Charles. And I texted my husband and said, oh, my God, Josh Charles is here. And he texted me back and said, who? And so I was wondering if you could settle whether or not Josh Charles is a who. I would say no, because Knoxville Street, um, the, and then also The Good Wife, and um, also the Wet Hot American Summer reboot. And I definitely knew who he was. So need your ruling on this. Thanks. Uh, I mean, I have an answer for this. We haven't actually discussed this, Lindsay. I have an answer. Should I share mine first or should you share yours? Is this a M- Michelle Obama calling? Because if so, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Oh, Michelle. <laughs> I hadn't even thought about that, Lindsay, but that's 100% Michelle. Um, yeah, what's uh, your... I'll give you my... I'm, I have an answer. I'll give you my answer. I think we disagree, which is fun. I say he's a who. I don't think I say so. he's a who. I no, say he's a who know. because he is so... He's in a lot of things. And if you are a Good Wife fan, of course you know who he is. But... He's sort of, he's so generic and he doesn't really have much of a, a celebrity presence outside of his act. He's I known as a, a good disagree. actor. I disagree. No, actor. he, no, I disagree. First of all, I think um, Sports Night was a super huge show for a lot of people. So the fact that he was a star of Sports Night and Sports Night comes up again and again and again. Um, this is a little insider though. was what? Two seasons? It was, he, come, but people like love that show. He, a lot of people bounced off from sports night. Other things Josh Charles does, Josh Charles does that I think sets him apart and gives him, you know, whatever. He has a pod. I think he does a podcast where he's rewatching um, the West Wing or something. Have you heard this? That's Josh Molina. That's Josh oh, Molina. Fuck. All right, you're right. See, he's a, he's <laughs> a who. You're confusing fuck. him. I thought it was Josh Charles. No, look at this. You're you're proving my point. Who is Josh Molina? You're proving my point. Was he Josh Molina was also in the West Wing. He's the kind of like, um, he's the kind of like nerdy Damn. guy who was in everything in the '90s and the early 2000s. Like, some Allison Janney says something and he'd be like, well, "I don't think so." Like, he's always. Snarky I still think response. Josh Charles is a them. He also does. He also does. Um, he's like a Twitter guy. He like does Twitter jokes and stuff. He's kind of like a fun. He's into comedy. We do Twitter jokes like and we're thing. not even who's. Oh, oh we do Twitter God. jokes and we're garbage. Okay, 
First of all, that's rude to us. We are not garbage. (laughs) (laughs) My Twitter jokes are very good. And I think, I don't know, I think he, I don't know. I think he has name recognition. I do. He has name recognition. Also, the honestly, the only reason I'm willing to make him a them is because he was in one of my favorite movies of all time, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Oh my God, wait, what is he in that? He's Christina Applegate's boyfriend. He's the guy oh. who works at the clown uh, clown dog. He's also in Dead Poet Society. I think he's had enough iconic roles to be like known, to be a thing. I'm still going to say he's a who. Callers call in and tell us we're wrong or tweet at us because I'm I'm right here. I'm not changing. I'm not changing. Um, please, if you think that Josh Charles is a who, hashtag Josh Charles who. If you think that Josh Charles is them, <laughs> please hashtag Josh Charles them. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This Lindsay, is the... Lindsay slides in with the social strat. Okay. These are your choices in this Stop. election. Stop. I'm playing this call. <laughs> okay. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. This is Brock from North Carolina. So I just saw that the Queen Sophie Turner is going to be starring in a movie with Dylan McDermott. So can you do us all a favor and do a quick explainer of the difference between Dylan McDermott and Dermot Mulroney? And are both of them who's? I genuinely don't know. Thanks. Love you guys. Bye. There's a good way to distinguish, right, though? Dylan McDermott's iconic role was being in the practice. If you watch the practice when you were young, like me with my mom, Mm -hmm. we watched it. It was a Boston-based show also starring Cameron Mannheim. Mm -hmm. That is is, uh, Dylan McDermott's most famous role. He has also done other things, but who cares? But that's why you that's why you would know him. That would that's that's Dermot, gonna be on his gravestone. Dermot Mulroney's best role, main role, most important role is my best friend's wedding. I was he gonna played... see what you were gonna say and I'm glad you said Come that. on. That's what what wait, what else what else is there, do you think? Friends? No. I I I I don't I don't know. He was in so he's been in so many movies and so many rom coms. He's very good. He's very charming. But you know, you know Dermot Mulroney from film. My best friend's mostly. wedding. Mostly, you know Dylan McDermott from TV. Mostly, mostly, yeah. But yeah, I will say Dur- the the best way to remember Dermot Mulroney, which you know what you know. Oh my God! I just figured out a sort of mnemonic device, sort of. To f- all right, all right, oh my all right, God, all right. Listen. Help me, help me, help me. Dermot Mulroney is easy to remember because if you look at his last name. Starts with an M, ends with a Y. My. My best friend's wedding. No, 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 no. This is the worst. This is the, this is not, this is like less than helpful. I will <laughs> say their names are confusing and mix up, but if you actually look at their faces, they do not look alike. This is not a, um, who are those two actors who look exactly like? Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan and, um, uh, that other guy, Javier Bardem. Javier Bardem. Those guys are I twins. I think they looks they looked more alike in like 1996. They still look alike. They do. They do. No, I'm but, saying Dermot Moroni and Dylan McDermott look. Alike oh, okay, I just think they look less. Jeffrey alike Dean now. Morgan and Javier Bardem are getting more and more similar, and they are basically merging into one like yes. single yes uh, one one hulking man who Penelope Cruz will be very happy with. I hope they both, like, double-team her sometime. I hope she invites the other one. The one she's dating is Javier, married to Javier. I hope she invites the other one over and is like, let's party! I really hope Penelope Cruz gets 
double teamed by Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Javier Bardem. I mean, wow, Lindsay, you, you're so nice. You're what so did nice. you want? I mean, you're she would so... be she would be the power in this. This is her idea. I mean, it's my idea, but it would be her idea in my in my fantasy about them. In my fantasy, Penelope Cruz gets fucked by Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Javier Bardem at the same time. <laughs> and then she has to, you know, like, it's like a game of guess who. She's like, guess it. Which one's my husband? Oh, no. <laughs> but we're going to, this is, there's a really good segue here. A related quick call, not who's at all, but worth bringing up. I like this call. It's cute. Hi there. Big fan calling from Chicago. I have a very serious question after falling for this one one too many times. Not even sure if they're both considered who's, but can you please discuss Justin Thoreau versus Justin Trudeau? Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> this is so good. See, it, it, it's this problem is not exclusive to who's. This problem can happen to them too. Justin Trudeau is the Prime Minister of Canada. <laughs> Justin Thoreau is, is the Prime Minister Anson's... of Jennifer Aniston's house. she calls him prime minister right she calls him prime minister but they're both they're co the thing about them though they're co-prime ministers oh they're always equals they're always equals those two oh god justin thoreau is (laughs) he's a them for sure oh Um, absolutely but i will say the thing about him is that um i think he's british and then sometimes i think he's australian and sometimes i think he's canadian i don't He's American, but I have no concept of him being such. Okay, because... I'm sorry. What? He's Canadian, Lindsay. <laughs> no, he was born in Washington, D.C. He was born in Ottawa. Justin was born and raised in Washington, D.C., the son of Phyllis Grissom and writer Oh, my for the God. Washington I thought Post. we were talking about Justin Trudeau. I was like, what the fuck? How could the no. Prime Minister of Canada be American? <laughs> no, it's... Justin Thoreau. And I think he's... I Because his cousin is Louis Thoreau, who is Canadian... Louis Thoreau is British. He is British? So, right. So I Louis, always... Also, he pronounces it Thoreau. Honestly, I'm just saying it's very confusing for me to really place Justin Thoreau in general. I think Justin Thoreau pronounces it Thoreau, but Louis Thoreau pronounces it Thoreau. This is dumb. They have the same last name. They need to decide how to pronounce it. You know what? I've never heard Justin Thoreau say his last name. Maybe he pronounces it Thoreau, too. Question for you. What is your favorite Justin Thoreau role? My favorite Justin Thoreau role is The Leftovers. <laughs> really? But my second favorite Justin Thoreau role is in Sex and the City, where he's the uh, the the writer son of like Valerie Bertinelli. Yes. Or not Valerie also, Bertinelli, the other one, Rhoda. I also love The Leftovers, but my favorite Justin Thoreau role, Justin, it's a, oh my God, it's a tongue twister. My favorite Justin Thoreau role is when he's in Romeo and Michelle. He plays the cowboy. He gives her this. He, he's he, the cowboy. Oh yeah. my God. He also, and, Rhoda, he and, her name is Valerie Harper. I'm such a dumbass. But, um. Whatever. He's, uh, in, he's in Romeo and Michelle. He, he's, he, uh, he's the he cowboy. hooks up with, uh, Ginny Are Garoppolo. you sure? Yes. Lindsay, I think you might be wrong. I'm looking at the IMDb right now, you dummy. I wouldn't just say it out of my butthole. His name is Clarence. Remember, she says, "What the? what's your name? And he goes, Clarence. And he has a stutter, right? In Romeo and Romeo Yes. Michelle. Yes. Classic. And then at the end, whenever they're, when they're flying away in the helicopter and Romeo and Michelle looks out the helicopter and they're making out and she goes, go for it, Heather. <laughs> It's so good. Oh my god! You know what, Lindsay? I had no idea that that was Justin Thoreau until don't, just but now. But don't you think that's an iconic role? 
that's an iconic role. Well, we he's a them. He's a them. He's a them. We can stop talking about him. I think Justin Trudeau is kind of a who until he became a woke bay internet boyfriend. Well, after he was a he was a who president. until you, when you become prime minister, <laughs> you president. become a them. <laughs> Sorry, I called him president. I, like fascinating, like fascinating commentary. I think this man was a who before he became a leader. <laughs> I, I think no though, one knew. I think no, Barack Obama no, no, no. was a who before what he I became meant, a nominee. Bobby, please don't twist my words like the media. What <laughs> I meant was he, even after he became prime minister, he was a who until the internet was like, oh, he's hot. Oh, he's like woke. Oh, he's a bae. Like we, there was no, he wasn't doing anything. He had to become right. this character. And honestly, I think that he's too good and it's corrupt and we're going to find out something bad very soon. The other shoe is going to drop. The other shoe is going to drop. Don't you um, think? He's a politician. Sure. But <laughs> speaking of, Lindsay, speaking of crazy theories, let's play our next call. Okay. Whoa. Good segue, I think. I'm so good at segues. Okay. My question. Have you ever suspected a caller was actually a mole, like a publicist or ambitious intern for a publicist? Um, calling on behalf of a sweet client. And I was just thinking, um, if you have, what kind of rubric have you guys established? Like what kind, what are red flags when you listen to a call to determine its authenticity? And if you haven't talked about it, you guys are taking off. You better start thinking about it. Anyway, thank you. Bye. Okay, I love okay, I love this caller. Number one, I love that she gets down to business. Right? She's is like, this here's not my the question. the nicest, most flattering call we've ever received? I know. It, it really is. It's like The assumption in this call is outrageous. The assumption it's that so kind. any PR person knows that this exists is such a delightful thought. And then it's so kind for you to think that they would care enough about us to plant moles <laughs> in our shitty Google voice drive. Um, Can you imagine what that call would sound then? It would be like, hello, podcast. (laughs) My name is Barbara, and I'm calling because who is uh, Bella Thorne? Uh, I see in this article she gave money to an orphanage. Just wondering who she... (laughs) Who she, she is. She seems really great and is I, very pretty. I, I love, love the podcast. her form. <laughs> I love your podcast. Thank you. Number, Bye. Uh, yeah. They, it, I, I, I honestly have never thought. I love, like, conspiracy theories are really funny to me, so I love thinking about them. This has never crossed my wine, my wine once. But it from now until this podcast, will, yeah. ex, like, stops happening, I will think it for every call. When I mean, so, like I, when someone calls about Pia Mia, I'll be like, oh my God, was that Pia Mia's publicist? If you are a publicist and want to just straight up call and pitch us, please just do it as yourself. I like want to hear from you. I, I, I would play your call. I have no, we don't have qualms about being pitched on people. That is the beauty oh, of no. this. Uh, like imagine opening up our voicemail inbox and getting like, hey, this is Mary with uh qbr publicity i represent a great new up-and-coming gal named bella thorne and i'd love for you guys like it would be beautiful it would be amazing and if you pitched it on kind of our level which is just i think you guys are need to know about this who because they're about to you know 
be in the Daily Mail. (laughs) You should definitely pay attention to them. I would love the tip-off because, honestly, it's a lot of work to keep up with the Who's. If you want to feed us the Who's, I'm I'm willing. I'm willing to. I just want to thank you guys. Uh, Monday, we released an episode, Who Dat, one of our favorite types of episodes to do. But admittedly, the audio is not as great. We understand it's tough to have four people talking at each other from four different places in the United States of America. So we appreciate you guys listening. We know the sound is not perfect. We're working on it. Um, mm-hmm. But we didn't want you guys to miss out on having Amina and Shawnee on the show, mm-hmm. despite the audio issues. Mm-hmm. You know, we're so lucky to have them. Um, yeah, and I mean, as usual, we don't have to thank Katie and Eric on this because we don't play that. Yeah, um, sure. can I prom- can I promote something? Yeah, promote something. So next mm. week, um, I'm super excited. Um, I will be appearing on behalf of Bobby and myself, just me, just half, just, uh, you know, who weekly is better half. Uh-huh. That's <laughs> I will be, very rude. <laughs> I will be appearing wow. at the Call Your Girlfriend live show at the Ace Theater. If you don't already have a ticket, you should buy one. I'm so excited. Um, I'm going to be doing a wonderful presentation on who's in thems and also um, some bonus, some bonus chatter for my Call Your Girlfriend fans. Um, I'm just so excited and very nervous, uh, and I hope Who Weekly fans show up and know what the hell I'm talking about, so. Lindsay, you're going to be so great. I'm, oh, I'm, man. I have so much faith in you. Uh, yeah, yeah. I wish yeah. I didn't have plans to go out of town. Uh, otherwise I would have been there. And thank you again for anyone who calls in and says, come to Chicago, come to D.C. We hear you. Uh, it's super nice. We say that we stuff. We say it in jest, but then it just comes up. It like comes back to us so earnestly, and it's wonderful. And it's wonderful. We, we will do shows places. We need to get it together. We'll do it. Yes. We're going to do it. Absolutely. We started. We were texting about it this afternoon, actually, trying to pick a place. Yeah. We'll, um, do, we'll do it again. It's, we love doing it. It's not even about that. It's more about just planning stuff. So yes. we're excited. We're very excited, and uh, thanks again for listening. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Josh Charles is a who. Bye. You will say that. Hey. 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 Hey.